the life after high school podcast. I uh, appreciate you letting me in the uh, studio today and uh, uh, make some magic and uh, good make a good yeah, show. You got the nice bed sheets in the back. Yeah, yeah, I love <laughs> it. I love it. Good sound and all that. Awesome. Yeah. yeah so, um, with the show being life after high school, kind of take us to where you are now from that decision you made leaving post secondary and kind of what took you to where we are now. So. So straight out of high school, I was always into sports. I, I I wanted to go play basketball, so I actually went to Cambrian for one year. After, well, that's actually that was after university. So I went to Cambrian for one year, studied for my real estate, yeah. and my goal was really like I wanted to own a business, be my own boss, like be my own boss. Really, and I know real estate's not really. It's kind of it is owning your own business, but you're more like you you already know what you're doing, so you don't right. have to like develop a new system. Like you kind of know that you're selling real estate, and I wanted to get yeah. into the investing part of it too. Um, so that's really what shot me into that aspect of my life, but I know that was all over the place. The yeah. little <laughs> rough start yeah. there. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so yeah. what kind of made that choice into investing and how that, like, that kind of, what triggered your brain to say, hey, this is a good idea, let's do that, let's go jump in? Because you bought a property when you were in third year, is that right? Yeah, going, yeah, going into fourth. Yeah. Going into so fourth? After third, yeah. Yeah. So take me through that process. Like, what was that like from when you decided to, oh, I'm going to start saving money? Because you can't just, nobody just turns the corner and goes, hey, this is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Here's this much money. So what was that like? It was, it, my dad got me into it. So he explained what OPM means, other people's money, and the way that you can invest using other people's money. So, so you can borrow money that buys an asset that makes you money. Yeah. Like I've always been about like creating the systems where I can eventually sit back, still make passive income, mm-hmm. make money while I'm not working as hard, right? So I right. can work on other projects because my mind's all over the place. I like to just yeah. I like to learn new things, start yeah. new things. Like I, I just it's, I find it interesting. Kind of like you, that's what like like the yeah, podcast, right? Exactly. You're, just, like, you're learning nonstop. Yeah, it's the best awesome. part. Yeah. So the best way I found to do that was doing real estate and owning rental properties. So yeah. my dad kind of just guided me and I bought my first one and I moved in and I was making $400 a month and living for free. So that's the, that nice. was my my first big win, right? Yeah. So that was that was pretty exciting. Sick. So <laughs> what was that first time buying a home like when you were that age? Like that's pretty intimidating of a process. It is. Um and I did like what everyone all the first time home buyers do is bring their parents through. Right. And just the big thing, and a lot of people hire coaches to invest in real estate, but it's to get that confidence. And like you're right, it is it is daunting. And yeah. I was like, oh man, like what if I don't make my mortgage payment? But my dad, I always knew like it's nice to have my dad in the background, just be like, yeah. this is like it's a no brainer. Yeah, you you're have just, a support system there. You're making money no matter what. And I was like, right. you're right. I just got to jump in. So basically, just jumping in, buying it, um, moving in upstairs. It really got the process started and the, the wheels yeah. turning. I just wanted to buy more and more and more. Nice. Yeah. So you have now what? A few properties, eh? Like yeah, three. Well, actually, I sold the first one we were just talking about oh, nice. uh, a couple months ago, but then yeah, I bought. Delicious. I just bought two more. Yeah. That uh, one of them I'm going to move into. So nice. Yeah. Nicely like duplex or a. I'm going to convert it. At first, my yeah. girlfriend wasn't too sure because she she's like, well, because she's pregnant now. Yeah. Like we were talking about. Yeah. So Congratulations again. Super excited about yeah. that, and she's like, well, someone else is going to be living in her house. Yeah. Right? So that. I've I've always experienced that, and I'm mean, I'm I'm used to it, and I kind of like it because you make an extra thousand bucks a month. Yeah, 100%. but someone who doesn't has never been in that field kind of it, it's uh, weird, right? It's a it little is weird. a little bit out of their element. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm slowly working towards experiencing nice. like the benefits, like a thousand bucks a month. Yeah, right. Like I don't know, it's that's, not that's, bad, that's and it only adds up the more yeah, yeah. the more you do it, right? Yeah, it's kind of a <laughs> win-win thing. And now, what's your take on? in terms of real estate investing versus stock market investing like why is that the path that do you like was that was it pushed not forced on you but it's like hey this or it's because you seem like a smart enough guy where you know it's like hey i could do passive right yeah on both why is uh real estate the one you focused on like what's your take on that with stocks yeah so your return on cash is okay. why i did it um i i still have a stock market portfolio i love yeah. playing i'm not that I don't know much about it, like as much right. as some people, but I just like, just for fun, right? Yeah, see what but you can do. The, your return on investment is, on cash, sorry, is way higher. So I don't want to get too technical because it's not an investing podcast, but. Do it. Basically. Do it for me, dude. <laughs> for me, dude. Okay. I'm going to learn. 
the, the reason sure. I get it is because if you have $25,000, yeah. you can either buy a duplex, yeah. and that duplex, let's say it cash flows 500 a month. Right. Okay, so you, you, you have 20 grand invest. Mm -hmm. So you can use that 20 grand to buy a property that's worth, let's say, $300,000. You put 5% yeah. down. On that property, you're cash flowing, let's say, an easy number, let's say $500 a month. Yeah. So 500 times 12 is six grand. Yeah. So on that $20,000 of your own money, yes, you get a mortgage and it yeah. ends up being more, but on that $20,000, it's you're making six grand a year right. on it, right? Yep. So that's 30%, mm. three grand for each 10,000. So that, that's the math we're looking for. Nice. So it's 30% of your cash. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it makes um, sense. Plus, you have an asset that's going up in value. Yeah, just with the equity you get. Plus, part of your payment is paying down the house. Right. So, that's, you're making 30% plus the equity increase plus the amount that you're paying down. Mm -hmm. So, you, the math works out to about 50% mm -hmm. of your cash invested. So, right. you're making 50% a year. In the stock market, yeah. the average or in a mutual fund is 5 yeah. to 6%. And you're not guaranteed. Yeah. Right. Some years are down, yeah. some years are up, right? Mm -hmm. So, but on average, it's five to six, five to seven percent when you buy a mutual fund. Yeah. So the cash on cash return is a lot higher. That's that's why I invested in uh, huh. in real estate. Interesting. So you went in at five percent when you bought your first. Yeah. Because right? I moved yeah. in. Right. Yeah. Right. So why five percent and why not twenty? Like from what I from what I know is that. CMHC covers the rest of that 20%, right? So yeah, CMHC insures your mortgage if mm -hmm. you're below. So if, if you only put 5% down, yeah. you barely have skin in the game. Right. So the bank is risky lending you money, yeah. right? If you, if you like, if I decide I just want to leave my house and forfeit the house, then I'm only like 10 grand, 15 grand in, so it's not a big deal, but. Right. So they get mortgage insurance, which is what CMHC is. So uh, if I default, CMHC says is like guaranteeing me as a borrower. Uh, okay. Yeah, so then they, but yeah, there is a fee associated to yeah. it. Yeah, I've always been told 20% as like if I go in on a down payment on something, go in with 20%. Like, uh, but so then what, it feels like there's no, there's no ability then in that case to insure the bank's money. Yeah, so, but you don't really need to if you go in at 20%. Yeah. But the reason you don't go in at 20% is with interest rates being so low, right? putting more down is saving you right now sub 2%. So you're yeah. saving 2%. But that money that you're using to save 2% could be making you 6 right? or more somewhere else. Yeah. Right? So instead of saving 2, you're trying to make 4 or make 6 or make 8. Or if you invest oh, in real okay. estate, make 50. Yeah. So who takes care of your properties like how do you manage all that stuff right now me honestly yeah. it's it's not that much work no it, it gets it's stressful like I'll say one one week out of the year where something goes wrong they call you I had a basement flood in one of mine because the, the girls put some tampons down the drain God damn it. I know I know <laughs> like the drain the whole thing oh no so, uh, that happens so that was a super stressful two weeks yeah because um, I had to get like insurance involved in all that but mm. then the other yeah. 50 whatever weeks of the year I was just getting rent money not doing anything yeah so it's, it's worth it long term in my opinion yeah now what is your what's the process like from when a client comes in to purchasing a home like take me through that if I were to come to you and say hey this is my budget this is what I want to do What's that process look like? You start, you just have a con like a genuine conversation, kind of like we're doing, and then you talk about what is, like what are your needs and wants. Yeah. But honestly, the best thing is to just, once you get pre-approval, of course, so find out what you can afford, so yeah. you're not shopping for things that, like, you maybe you think you can yeah. afford 400, and then you find out you can only afford three. Yeah. Your hopes are gonna be way up, right? Right. So find out what you can afford, but then you just go see homes. Yeah. Like, the, you can do as much research and prep as you want, but, People that didn't buy last year are kicking themselves because they're missing out on 20%. Mm. 
right? So it's 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 you can do you can get the analysis paralysis for sure. Yeah. But get out there and just go look at homes because that's the best way you'll get educated on the market. You'll be like, okay, this is what yeah. this sold for, and you actually get to see them. It's so much different in person than in, right. in the pictures. So now it's funny you mentioned that you say educated, and like you're a younger guy and. A lot of the reviews you have of yourself, and I'm sure you've seen them, the one that I find is constant is knowledgeable. Hmm. What is something, with that being said, that how do you find that knowledge? Like, wh what's your learning process like in this industry? Like, how do you retain information and enough and well enough to be able to deliver it to clients to a point that? the majority and the constant review is Tristan's very knowledgeable. He's really, he's, he's very educated, well-prepared and preparation comes with being educated on the subject. Right. So it's like, it's so I agree. What's it's your it's, process. Like it's, it's just loving it. Like I, I love real estate. Um, I love investing just cause I think it's like one of the best ways to build long-term wealth. Yeah. And it's like, I, I can't say that I, like I don't, you don't call it studying. I'm just intrigued all the time. Like, right. like, like what, what was the percentage that went up last year? Why did it go up? Yeah. You know, and then I'm, then I go look at the historical data or like, I wonder what the average house price is this month, you know, just cause I want to know. What is it? Yeah. Th this month it was yeah, like 374. So yeah. Yeah. But so that being said, there's not enough data. Like yeah, there's only a three certain, months in exactly. barely. And in yeah. Sudbury especially like three months worth of houses, it's hard to actually like, yeah. like a couple million dollar houses will sway that right yeah so, hard yeah but that's still 40 50 thousand above last year's average which huh. is crazy why is that like why is that why is it so much higher like how did what effect i guess what i'm asking is what effect is covid and this everybody's staying at home doing nothing not everybody obviously right but like most people lot, staying yeah. at home being forced to work from home i mean and like some forced to do nothing forced to do different things is how does that play into the housing market? How does I, that affect it? The I don't have the exact answer. What I kind of believe is it's the same reason the, the stock market just bounced back, right? Yeah. It's it's. I feel like as much as a lot of people lost their jobs, mm -hmm. there's so many people with just money that they're not spending by not going out, not going to trips. Yeah. Like that's a lot of cash yeah. just sitting in people's accounts, or they're like, "What do I do that's with it?" Point. Yeah. Right and and I don't know how it got to this point where it's just crazy, um, but there's so many, like right now in Sudbury, there's so many down south buyers yeah. looking for deals up here because their cash flow is there. Right. It actually exists when down south yeah. it doesn't. Yeah, and the lake, like all the waterfront property you get up here versus down there, price-wise is damn yeah, I, nice. I tell, like, I tell you, you saw your, <laughs> like, your, your, your bungalow in Toronto and you come up here, you're a king, right? You're on the, you're on the lake uh, for yeah. like a million bucks, you know? <laughs> yeah. Jeez, that's, that's always something that's fascinated me about why people do it. And then, because I'm in, and I did want to talk to you about this after. I got a proposition for you after we'll talk yeah, about okay. it. Yeah, okay. But, yeah. Um, what is your, when it comes to recommending people and people who take care of, like, the work for you and stuff, do you do all that, like, all renovations and stuff by yourself? Or, like, do you subcontract that out? Or do you have, like, friends and family in that industry? Like, how does that work for you? Like, who do you, how do you go about recommending and picking somebody? Stuff so, like that. So, yeah, I, I have, like, a referral list that I have, yeah. and I refer to that most of the time. And, and there's people that I've done, either done jobs for me or or that I know that I do a good job for, like, yeah. clients and stuff. So I recommend their names first and foremost. Um, for me, I, I always outsource everything. Yeah. Um, there's one thing that I know that I'm good at, and I try to focus on that, and then the rest I just outsource. But I, I am doing rentals at one of my houses. Nice. It's just, it, like, you get your mind off things. It's the way I relax. It know? does, yeah. You just go down just there and, like... Build shit, leave yeah. my phone upstairs, yeah. And then you, you like, the wall gets put up. And yeah. There's insulation, and then you're like, wow, cool, you know? Here like, we go. You see the progress. So I, yeah. I enjoy that. Nice. Um, but only where I'm living. I don't want to have to drive to get there. <laughs> I see, yeah, only the one so, that you're going to be living yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Now, you consider yourself a very, like an avid reader, right? Yeah. Yeah? I, I Yeah, I read a decent amount, but not a lot. No? I go on spurts. Yeah? Definitely. Like, I, I go on some spurts and I read a ton, and then... So, 
What I'm wondering is, do you have like a book or something that, or a big lesson that you learned from anything you've read in the last, let's say, year that stood out to you the most? Hmm. There's a few. Nice. There's a few. I just want to. You know what? Have you ever read The Alchemist? No, it's on the list, dude. You can no. Lord, if you want. So, yeah. Oh, awesome. It's I'll just, say, yeah. that's probably the one. It's the most recent one, too, that yeah, I've read. So, nice. I think it's the most fresh in my memory. Um, just finished it last week. And it's just, it's this guy that he's looking for this final, he's looking for the treasure. Yeah. And to get there, he's going through all these trials and tribulations and his path, like, his career changes. But this is like the olden days, so there's yeah. no cell phones and stuff. But huh. he, his career, just his past just keeps changing. And then people keep popping up in his life. And then he starts yeah. to realize, like, this is supposed to happen. And he starts to end up just, like, believing in, believing in not knowing what's going to happen. But it's the right thing that's going to happen for him to get to his final goal. Even though it might look bad in, in the moment. Huh. So it's like, like he loses yeah. his job. Or like sells all his sheep or whatever, yeah. and then he's like lost. But then he it leads him to finding this job that makes him a bunch of money, where he uses that uh, money to go try to find the treasure. Yeah. You know? And then it's like it's cool. Interesting. So is it like a self improvement book, or is it like been not It is. But he tells it in such a cool story. Yeah. Yeah. You're like uh, you're yeah, like following this, this this guy around, and it's yeah, it's cool. Have you read Atomic Habits? I have it on my bookshelf, but I yeah. haven't read it yet. Because uh, I was gonna say I'd exchange that one for that one. Yeah. Because that's like that's the one. Dude. That's I've helped with that book just from pure, I guess, half being a friend to the buddy of mine, and then half using the psychology that this guy, I think it's James Clear, writes about. That with the whole, like, I helped him quit smoking. He was already like trying to get there, but there was just one thing he couldn't shake. He'd always go back to it. And it's not like he was hacking like two packs of darts a day, and then all of a sudden he went cold turkey because I said, "Dude, this one line from this book changed everything." No, it was he was trying to wean off it, and he couldn't quite do it. And he was always he would do it socially, like some people don't drink, but they do it when they're with friends. Mm -hmm. So there's a line in the book, and I might misquote it. I hope I don't, but it's along the lines of, "If you saying, oh no, thanks, I don't want a cigarette. I'm trying to quit smoking.'" You're, you not smoking is somebody you're trying to be. That's not who you are, right? So wow. they say, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean, right? It's like a little, yeah. and then he's like, so instead say, no thanks, I'm not a smoker. And I was like, what? But the way it trailed off and that little piece of information, I was like, that's not just related to, it's so easy when you say it with that example, right? Wow. And that's what he did. So like, whoa. So I went, so one, next time I was with my friend, I was like, I was with them, and he's out, and they're like, and uh, all of us, and he's like, uh, this guy asked, he's like, uh, hey, you guys want a cigarette? And I was like, no, I'm not a smoker. And my friend goes, I'm trying to quit, but, and I was like, no, he's not a smoker, he's not going to have it. And he's like, well, I'm like, bro, are you a smoker? And he's like, I'm trying to, I'm like, are you? What are you, like, what are you? And he's like, no. And I'm like, there you go, there's your answer. And then a week, a week or two after, he's like, dude, I haven't smoked in three days or four, five days or whatever since I saw him. And I was like, no, like, all right, little, little victories. Yeah. So I didn't, awesome. yeah, it was cool. And he's like, man, I could never shake that last like influence. I'm like, just say you're not like, no, it's not who I am. You know, you have like that reassurance, confidence in yourself. And then that little, little tidbit of switching up the wording changes the whole psychology behind that. I was like, what? Like, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to read that. Just that little it. thing, and that's like in the first. It's even. It's not even too far into the book. So if you like get busy yeah. halfway through reading it, you'll still have that. Yeah, okay. You know, you're not. You're <laughs> like, oh, yeah. No, yeah. and like that's one because uh, the one I have is. Uh, it's not my copy originally, but there's a lot of spots that are highlighted, and that was one of them. So I see this, and I see notes and sticky notes, and some people like forbid people to do that, but no, I'll put Man, stickies and write. That. Yeah, exactly. That's the best thing. And that's what that's what they did. Yeah. I guess Buddy had highlighted some parts, and that was one of them. One sentence, I was like, this is the first one. Oh, interesting. And then you, I picked all the other ones, and then just started reading the book. For the yeah, that's the next book I'll start. Yeah. Every morning I, I read an educational book, and yeah. at night I read uh, like just fiction or whatever for fun. Yeah. So I need a new morning book because I just finished mine. 
Where'd you get that, like, strategy? I made it up myself. Yeah? Like, I was, like, I was caught, like, always, like, yeah. I'm, like, always, I'm never doing things just for fun. Like, it's always, yeah, there's things, always like, a second. I was, like, trying to get better at it, and I'm, like, yeah. why am I always, like, trying to get better? There's, yeah, like, it's good to do that, but, like, you also enjoy yourself, so I was, like, oh. Yeah. That's what I found doing, I would do something like that, and I've heard people use that, like, exact same example where you kind of let your mind be creative and run free if you read a non-fiction, mm -hmm. or a fiction, sorry, I mean. Like, if you read more of, like, a story story book instead of less of a self-improvement or educational, yeah, yeah. right, you get more of, like, a creative spin, and then you go to bed, and, like, your brain's creative juices are flowing, whatever the technical oh, terms cool. are. Yeah, yeah. yeah something like that. Because I know, because I've heard of that before. That's why I was wondering where you got it from. I was like, I've heard people use that before. I don't know who. Like, it's interesting that you came up with that. I find there's a limit, too, of, like, the amount you can, like, yeah. try and learn. Because I feel like yeah. a lot of it is very similar in, like, the self-improvement books. Mm -hmm. You know, like, they all have great, great, like, like, that line you got out of that book, right? Yeah. But a lot of it is just, like, a different way of positioning something mm -hmm. other people say, right? Like, right. So, I don't know. I just, I still love self-improvement books. I read them all the time. But yeah. Yeah. That was, um... One thing that I noticed, and to your point of learning, that's why we're trying to do everything, and I'm similar, very similar in this way, and I noticed that with a lot of people my age, they're either one way, which is similar to me, like what you are, where you're like, I'm soaking it all up in my head. Yeah, yeah. Everything that's out there, I need to know it. Yeah, yeah. And it gets draining yeah. and overwhelming yeah. more often than not. And what I want to know is, what do you do to re-energize your, your brain and get it back to like a, it's a funny, it's yeah. funny you ask that because I I just realized that my body does this I, I go on like these two week cycles where for two weeks I'm like super motivated yeah. wake up early reading doing everything perfectly and then working super hard you know I'm yeah. on my game and then I need three or four days of rest where yeah. I'm like anxious nervous yeah. like and I'm I'm just I'm just not in the game my mind I'm just like tired at first I thought there was something wrong with me yeah it's similar yeah yeah you, you got that too yeah when you said the anxiety I was like yeah like I'll stop working and be tired and be like why am yeah like what can I do what I Fancy. yeah it's weird so. and and I realized that it's that's just me needing the rest so instead yeah. of like being like I was anxious about being so, anxious, I was like, man, like this yeah. this is not me. I'm never like, yeah, I'm never anxious, but pretty zoned in, yeah, yeah. pretty good control over. And then I'm like, I'm focused, and then yeah. there's three days, and people notice it around me too. Right. So like now my like my assistant always says like, are this is this your down days, <laughs> right? Because I come in like a little bit like yeah, less, like, yeah on edge. Like, what are you doing? But yeah. Now I just embrace it. I'm like, okay, these are the days I need, right? Nice. Just sleep in an extra hour yeah. or whatever. And then, um, then I'm a couple days later, you know, I'm just right back at it and I love nice. it. Nice. Nice. That's a, <laughs> I just, just figured that out. Yeah, so it's not, not crazy. Yeah. yeah. You might be, <laughs> you might be, when, so, when this happens, somebody asks me something like this in two weeks or then I'm going to be like, ah, oh, that's got Tristan on my show. And, uh, he explained <laughs> this whole thing that I was having an issue with and, uh, yeah, he solved my problem, dude. Thank you. That's a. Let, let like, yourself relax. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. That's a, that was something I was like looking for the answer for. And so when. I found myself asking people that more often than not, and some say they go on trips to decompress. I used to do that, where I'd be like, no, nah, I need to get out. And it's like, well, my escape would be, I don't need to leave the country for two weeks mm -hmm. and then come back. When I do that, I come back and I'm like, all right, hammer down. But it's not feasible to do that every three weeks. No, exactly. Right. So you're saying like, yeah, if you snap a bit more, don't or like sleep in a bit longer, don't put that stress on yourself but it's like a, you see people doing things that's the social media thing right the arrow and you're like everybody's hustling and I'm not I, I gotta do something I, I realized that when I heard Gary Vaynerchuk yeah and he I was just like watching one of his videos and he said the exact same thing like that guy's a hustler and he like always makes fun of people who don't hustle yeah and he said it himself he's like probably 30 days out of the year I wake up and I'm yeah, not down recently too yeah I'm not down to do stuff so, I'm just like thanks. Gary Vaynerchuk said that okay see a football yeah you went right through that too yeah. saying that yeah that's something that's like there's the escape with the friends there's like going on different trips and stuff and adventures but then there's 
having that time to be decompressed and not so much like there's being alone and then there's lonely. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I think people affiliate the two together or associate the two together, sorry. And I think that's something that I try to overcome. It's like, because that anxiety hits, right? And you're like, oh, it's like, no, I'm not yeah. alone. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding? I can hear people speaking all around. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why is that happening? It's like, oh, I need to, I should probably shouldn't be out here right now. I should probably go home. I should probably, like, sleep in. I should probably tell people not to bother me. Stuff like that. But, Does it happen at, like, parties and stuff? Or, like... If I'm drained, yeah, like yeah. you went decaf, and I was thinking, you know what, I could go, I could go decaf, but we're watching uh, fights at our like club today tonight, so I'm like, oh, this fights are gonna go late, and I don't want to be like anxious when I'm there, yeah, not yeah. having fun, right? So I'm like, yeah, I'll go, I'll go caffeine, yeah, yeah, I'll go caffeine, but That's yeah, why you decaf, just I'm high strung all the time, yeah. so it's like, <laughs> it chills the anxiety, yeah, yeah. chills the jitters out. I love coffee though, so yeah, nice. So we're coming up, and I want to kind of do a different. Coffee. Oh yeah, so how you feeling so far? You put yourself out there a lot. Like, you're in the public, you're meeting new people, you're putting a lot of stuff up on your social media, not just, like, oh, just Instagram. No, like, everything, like, that's that's your thing, that's how you get your clients, that's how you make your money, that's how you guys do good, great business. How do you go about doing that and creating that brand of yourself? How do you be confident in doing that? You're not, like, there's never a anxiety of what people think. Like, how do you get over that? There is, man, lots of that. Um, lots. Because especially, like, well, getting in the business, and uh, I know Dave was on your show, and he's, like, yeah. the, the best mentor I could have ever asked for. Yeah, it's encouraged me, like, good, with dude. everything. So he's the one who's, like, start making videos. He's, like, that's that's where this is going. So yeah. I, I was not busy, right? I was new in the business. I had no right. clients, like. So I had time. So I was making tons of videos, like just, and I wasn't confident at the time, right? Because I, I haven't even done a deal yet, and I'm making these videos. But mm. over time, it, people were like, "Oh, he's still making these videos, right?" So two years later, that's when people were like, "Okay, he must know what he's doing. Yeah. He's made 100 videos." So that's where it really paid off. Um, but the the confidence thing is tough because there's there's like I've gotten so many back like a lot of backlash yeah and I've like uh, I feel like I get a lot of hate for it like yeah. maybe not that much but like interesting I, yeah cuz never would have thought like a lot of agents watch it and if I say one thing wrong they're like, right on yeah. you for it 100% like we've talked yeah. about it in our brokerage yeah you know like and mm. so so that makes me feel and like I, I admit when I'm wrong I'm wrong yeah. sometimes right I'm not perfect no you're human yeah and that just happened actually I was uh, one of my we stage our houses yep so we bring in furniture. Makes and, sense. Yeah, so make it look you know. nice, right? And not a lot of people do that because it's it's extra time, effort. Yeah, like yeah. Anyone it's extra that. Time, labor time yeah. if you're not doing it yourself. And we spend money on people staging, on yeah. people moving the furniture. So And then one, we brought in, we used to bring in air mattresses just to make the bed, right? To make it look like there's a bed in there. And nice. Stuff. Yeah, so yeah. It, was, it was... light, you're not lugging up yeah. a mattress from the brick. When, yeah. when we were the only people in Sudbury staging, that was fine. Right, but then uh, other people no. are starting to do it, and then just this happened a couple of days ago. Uh, the mattress deflated during showings, right? So it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's shitty. Oh, that's it's funny, but it's, it's it, like exactly, shitty, exactly. It is shitty, so, dude. Oh man, I'm sorry thing, to hear that. The house oh, still no. the house still sold for fifty three over asking, which is fine. But I two agents were like happy that this happened to me and posted a picture on their social media. This is how you don't stage. What? So and they I'll mentioned you. you and everything? They didn't mention me. Okay, but good. Obviously, people, they was the exact same picture, so they were talking. So I have those pictures up in my wall now, so I'm like, I spent, I went right away, I spent five nice. grand on new staging stuff, new new beds that were, that aren't going to deflate, like, I, I, I just, now we have to be at the best at this. So it, wow. if anything, it fueled me to be better, but that's just like one example of like how I was I was nerve I was anxious, man. When I yeah. see those, like, two people like making fun of me on social media, I, I, I took they're it to also heart. in that industry too. Yeah, right? I took they're it to heart. Like it, like I was like, your buddies oh. going by clicking photos. No. Yeah, and I thought we were cool, you know, and like so it like it it stung, and it, it <laughs> but uh, yeah. at the same time it, it really motivated me. Like I texted everyone that's part of my team, and I was like, guys, we we have to be better. They're yeah. in a way they're right. Like maybe that's not the way of going about it, but they were right. No, we did screw the bed up. shouldn't have deflated. That's it. Like, yeah. There's no, oh, man, make a scene. Oh, that's frustrating. 
Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I definitely handled it better than I might have. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, man. Wow. Well, good for you responding that way. I think you took it as well as you could have. Oh, I, I love so it. Then, I love yeah. when it happens, man. Perfect. It just, if you're not getting that kind of stuff, you're not doing it right. Yeah. Right? You you printed the photos and like you put I took like a screenshot it. of their yeah. like stories yeah and i put it up on my, i'll show you after on, yeah. on our inner office we're like okay so it's up there yeah dude that's awesome motivation man yeah that's, that's the last thing they need in 2012 um i think 2012 when were the beijing olympics 2012 yeah so. something like that no london 2012 2008 that's right. Thank you. Um, Vancouver 2010. So 2008, um, Michael Phelps won all of his Olympic gold medals, all of his gold medals, right? All of them. Crazy, right? <laughs> so where that ties in is in the year 2004, he didn't. So in 2004, he lost in two of his races. He got six gold and fell short in two races. One of them, the guy who beat him, I think is Ian Thorpe. He's an Australian swimmer. He was talking crap in a press conference with this interviewer saying, hey, like he's never going to do it. He's never going to beat the record of seven. This is as close as he's going to get. Phelps printed that out, the quotes, highlighted the quotes, put him up in his locker at the pool. So you saying that, and I'm like, you know what? That's what that reminded me of. So I was like, that is insane. That is cool. And it worked, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, like, you know, you took the lesson. Yeah, 100%. That's awesome. So now, you doing that, and then me hearing you do that, and it fired you up, and you dropped five grand on, you are like, now all our housing stuff, that's the best stuff. We furbished the house, everything. I got my so, stager, I told her, I was like, go shopping, like, buy whatever you need. Yeah. We, we just, and it's, it's not just for me, right? Like, it's going to help our clients, ultimately. Right. Right? So that's the way I, like, justify it, like, going, like, that uh, extra mile, because it's, yeah, it'll help me provide better service, but ultimately it's the clients that are benefiting. Right. Which will, which will be, we'll have even cooler, nicer listings. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's a really cool way to do it. Like, did you, um, did you have like a strategy that you implement when you sell homes or when you take clients through the homes or do you just like, you should answer their questions as you go? Like, what's that kind of like? Mostly, yeah. If you, you just go that. through... Um, I, well, my biggest thing is like, I get pride in steering people away from a certain house. Mm. So like, yeah, I'm a salesperson, but like the good thing about art, my industry, and it's like a little bit, like I'll, I'll just compare it to the car industry. Like I have friends in there, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Is that I can sell any house. Right. Right. I'm not just like focused. I don't just have like, I can only sell South End. So if yeah. someone comes to South End, I'm just like trying to put pressure them into this house because that's right. the only one I have. But a realtor can sell any house on the market. Any house to anybody. So I don't need to yeah. pressure them ever nice. into buying any house because mm -hmm. there's there's more, right? Yeah. So I, I love that aspect of it. So I'm I'm just there to educate, like, okay, mm -hmm. you love the house, but did you see this? Right? Yeah. You love the house, but I, there's some there's a smell here. I can tell there probably was water here at one point. Yeah. And now it's getting to the point where I can just say, oh, I was in here three years ago, and they had a water issue. Interesting. Cool. So let's just make sure it's fixed. Right? Yeah, like if it's fixed well, they did the weeping tile and everything correctly, yeah, yeah. patched on the wall, you know, sealed everything back, filled with the right material. Exactly, good, exactly. Yeah. But you don't always know for sure, but it's just trying to Yeah, even depending on who you hire to do it. Like I've worked for people that if one boss was on site, he would have us like backfill with good material. You know, like your type two, your like your good stuff, your sand, where mm -hmm. the gas line is, whatever, two feet below and under, above. And then... I have something to just be like, just backfill the clay you got. And I'm like, ah, you can't do that. But again, if I'm just the guy behind the machine or something, it's like, well, can't, what do you say? It's like the boss's dad. Oh, man. You know? It's a, it is a tricky spot. Yeah. But it's like, hey, you got, it's like, they don't want you to say anything. It's like, well, we're going to save how much money not going to Etsy to buy, like, quarter of like, pounds or tons of whatever, right? So, yeah, interesting. <laughs> that's interesting too yeah there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff like in that it's funny when you get like, in an industry the things yeah like that's kind of what you learn and that's what um that's what i'm in now like that's something that going through school and then working in office work and then being like no i love this like 
design construction and like I love I love the construction industry but not for not for the people you meet but for the uh, for the things you learn right and that's kind of what I share with people and I want to go back to something you said after in a second mm -hmm. but when I share things with people and you learn things like that's one of the pieces of advice because I don't I feel like, that's why it impresses me so much that you go around, like, you have that knowledge to share and everything, because I'm like, I don't think I'm qualified to give advice on anything. Oh, yeah, you are. But that's the thing. That's the thing. People have said that, but I'm thinking, no, like, I don't, maybe not on this, or I just, I've done this only a couple of years of, or a couple of this, and people are like, yo, they're asking me questions, like, oh, man. But, um... But you just give them advice of what you know. And you exactly. And you know certain right? things. Yeah. Know? And that's something that I've told many people, like, my age, they're like, I don't know what I want to do. And I'm like... What do you like to learn about? And pick that. Because then you'll never run out of things in the industry to learn. Well, but if there's your advice, man. That's it, right? Like, that's the one piece. And then I had a buddy of mine, uh, you know Chris Cacciotti? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we were doing, like, a live, and he just started his own show. And I'm not going to plug it because this is my show, but check it out later <laughs> and uh, i love chris but yeah, yeah. we were chatting and uh, i was like dude i'm gonna give you some advice like you just released one and you said it earlier um you said uh when it reminded me of this when you said there are like when you were saying something along the lines of oh you're still putting videos out two years later i told chris i was like dude here's the thing anybody can do one episode of a podcast anybody could do two most people could do three, but I met this guy who was like, and he's got the number one indigenous podcast in the world. And I met him a while, like a, two years ago at a conference when I just started mine. And he was like, 83% of podcasts don't have more than three episodes. I was like, what the? That was his statistic that he had at the time, granted a year and a half, two years ago, which it's changed a lot in two years, but it's still, it was big back then. Right, it was crazy. This isn't something that turned over like last night. Wow. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I told him, I was like, dude, here's the thing. This is the other piece of advice. I'm like, and you said, you showed me that you know that with that example where discipline and consistency, mm -hmm. right? It's like, I do five episodes. Well, why the hell don't I have thousands of views or downloads? It's like, well, not yet. Wait. Yeah. Wait. And, and like you were saying when, when we were setting up, like yeah. every time you set up, you learn something. You're like, oh, you can do this a little better. Or every person you meet shows you one little tip. Yeah. And tip. Like those things compile. Yeah. And eventually you're the expert. Yeah. Right? And then you're showing okay. people, you're like, oh, I've been through all of these situations. Yeah. Right? And that's like, the, I feel like that's, that's just how it is. Yeah. You, know, you can never like, and that's why studying only gets you so far. Like you have to make mistakes. You have to go out there. You just got to, you got to do. That's how I learn. I just do yeah. more than I prepared but i make a lot of mistakes right and to that though if you don't make mistakes you're not trying anything really new yeah and then you don't grow you don't learn you don't become better you don't get more money you don't have a more successful mm -hmm. like all these this whole ripple effect all starts from people being afraid to make mistakes and i think an issue is and why I'm even more intrigued that you say, nah, I still post a lot of videos and stuff and photos despite it still being anxious. Because the big fear is somebody calling you out on your shit, and that happened. That happened to you. So now you're like, awesome. cool. It's plastered in my office. Yeah. Next issue. And you know what's cool? You, you yeah. I'm, I'm preparing. I'm going to make a video about it. Nice. Yeah. You know? And it's not, it's not to like put yeah. them down in any way. No. It's to just explain, like, what goes behind the scenes a little bit, right? Yeah. And I'm just going to say how, like, it's going to be more of, like, a motivational thing, kind of like I explained to you. Like, it just made me want to level up and just work harder, yeah. right? Like a lesson learned without... And I think... And I'm excited to see how you go about saying that, and I think if you do it pretty much the exact same way you already did, which I yeah, think yeah. is what's going to happen anyway. Like, I think that'll be... That'll be awesome to see, because then it's not like a these people for calling me out. What the hell do they know? I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm not mad at them at yeah. all. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Like, cool yeah. Two plus two is four, not five. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, they showed you the mistake or something that you could bring, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and I showed it to my client, too, that it's her house it was in. Yeah. I was like, hey, just so you know, here, this here is what happened. And she's like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, it's better than having nothing in there. Yeah, she's like, forget right. it. Next yeah, yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oof, <laughs> that'd, that'd be bad, but... 
Nice. Yeah. That's good though. That's good that it's something that it was a moment you could learn from. Interesting. Because I don't know how well I would take something like that. I would hope to take it, and I hope people making mistakes would hope. I would hope that they take it the same way that you did. Like in stride, lesson learned, move forward, address it, take ownership for it, mm. and then go forward. I de- yeah, I, I screwed yeah. up for sure, but um, I, I just like the. What, what, what gets me through it is like right. knowing that they're probably in a worse spot than I am. Yeah. Right? Like to, to be petty like that and post something like that, I just feel like you have to be feeling something right. negative. Right, like I, I try not to. Feel, I try to encourage everyone that I meet, kind of like you were saying, yeah. we were talking about Pat yeah. earlier, right? He's like the. I love Pat. Shout out to Pat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to he's Pat. A dope dude. He's that guy. Yeah. He's just anyone you talk to, anyone that's trying something, even if they're yeah. like failing at it at first, he's encouraging. Nice. Right. So there's people like that, and then I feel like yeah. there's other people that maybe are unhappy in their lives for certain reasons, and they're they're trying to put people down instead of like yeah. try to make themselves themselves better. Right. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but maybe. I definitely think there are people like that, though, mm-hmm. and I definitely don't. I don't know personally why. I'm sure. I'm sure, like you said, though, it's an insecurity thing. I'm sure at the end of the day, we all had points where, where like, we needed somebody else to feel worse so we could feel better. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that part of me is way back there, if ever. But I think it comes, like you said, insecurity, and then a. I've had it though, and here's one you might be able to attest to. Going throughout life and in your early 20s even especially, you lose a lot of friends because they don't have like a similar level of ambition for something than you do, right? You, it's clear to me that you're, and I'm driven towards these people as well, but it's clear to me that you're driven, you're passionate, you're ambitious, you know what you love, you know what you want to do, and you're like, that's the end goal, full speed ahead, foot on the gas, all the mm-hmm. way there, whatever you can do. Getting Isn't there. Isn't that good though? It's the best. You think so? Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think it's good for you and the people who are on that same playing yeah, field. Yeah. I don't think it's good for if, like, I'm holding on to friends of mine who are like, if I'm like, yo, I want this show, I want to have all these cool people, I want to do like two episodes every week later, all this crazy stuff, I want to make this much money next year, I want to like work on this many houses, all that stuff. And then they're like, whoa, I don't really even know what I want to do. And you're like, you can give them all the encouragement they you want, but the end of the day is like the playing feels a little different as mm-hmm. much as you try to hold them up and hold them there at the end of the day it's kind of something that they need to do themselves yeah and that's something that's like to your point it might not be good for them in that case but i think it's healthy i think I, maybe there's a I, I have mixed feelings <laughs> like i agree with you yeah. and and i just i think there's a time and place because there's that's some true, friends yeah. i envy because they're they're chill they're more chill than me. Yeah, they're more right? relaxed. They're still getting stuff done. They're super happy. Yeah. You know, life's great. They just don't want to be working evenings as much as I am. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, what? Like, do I have to? Yeah. Like, am I doing the right thing? Like, uh, no. Yeah, it's like a second like, guess thing. Yeah, yeah. Almost. Like, do I need to work uh, this hard? But then yeah. I like, I think it's just built in me to like be busy all the time. Yeah. Right. I keep my mind going and keep having a goal in mind. So that is my. That's your like, idea approach of, like, and everything. Life and yeah. and being happy, um, which I do take time off too. But but other people, it's yeah, they, they don't have these same ambitions. Right. And I don't think it's nec- like there's different levels to it where it's like okay, some people just not like they're they don't work as hard and yeah. that's okay. But then there's other people that just they're just happy. Yeah. Right. It's just their default. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is cool. So it's like yeah. sometimes those people bring you bring me back down to earth. Yeah. Like, dude, take a night off, man. Chill. Yeah. You know, so then I do. Yeah. Like, no, nothing's <laughs> getting done. Oh. So yeah. I think we're both in the same boat where we just, like, have yeah. to be doing something, right? To be, yeah. stay busy, but. No, I think so. Now, where is that, where did that approach for you stem from? Because I had a conversation that I want to get into that I had this week with my boss. Or two, yeah, this week with my boss. But how did that stem f- for you? Like, where do you wow. think that came from? Because you don't just you don't just get that tall. like that has to be instilled in you. It's not just like I can go, hey dude, quit smoking. You're like, oh my god, cold turkey. One day you woke up, you're just ambitious. Like what? What do you think? That's a good question. Thanks, man. That's what I do. <laughs> Thanks. That's what I do. <laughs> you're becoming an expert. Yeah, one day. 
I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I actually don't know. I like. It's, I think it's my competitiveness. Yeah. Definitely my competitiveness. Nice. Could but, be like the people you were nurtured around, or yeah. So my, around. like, but my dad's not know. super competitive. Neither is my mom. My um, like I'm competitive to a fault. Right. But like my dad's always been a hard worker. Like you, like he'd still hang out with us all the time. Mm -hmm. But he'd be in his office late. You know, working late. Like yeah. he's doing real estate. That's like, just him. Yeah. That's his thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's just there working nice. along. But like it's not like he would ignore us. Like we go, oh dad, you want to go outside? Yes, right away. Yeah. But when he's not. Like yeah. when he wasn't with us, he'd be working. So I think I kind of like maybe absorbed some of that. But I think I just like not in a conceited way, but like I just want to be the best. Hundred percent. Right. Like work That's really the way hard. To think about it. Yeah. And and <coughs> until like I like I always think I always talk to my broker like Dave, and I'm always yeah. like, I just want to have the most sales in Sudbury for an individual agent. Let's right? go. Yeah. And and, and then he. Then he's always like, "Well, you need to take something like, do you, is that really what you want? Like, is that gonna make you happy?" And then I start to second guess it. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, David, you're so smart. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> so I don't, I don't even know. I don't even yeah. know. So I'm just kind of going with the flow, and I'm, I'm just trying to stay okay with not being the best. It burns up sometimes. But yeah, I, I also that's where like, that anxiety on the weekend kicks yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I get I, it. Like I see like other people's success, and like it. And I'm always like, oh, I gotta beat them. But it's not in a bad way. Like I like these guys; they're yeah. doing great stuff. And like I, I'm taking some of their ideas, and I'm sure they are vice versa, right? So it's like a friendly competition. But like it's like when you're playing against someone in a sport, yeah, you, you just hate them for that little bit. But then you see them off. Yeah, like, you can shake hands and stuff. Let's go. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a the conversation I was alluding to was um, I'm sitting I'm sitting at the beef in bird with uh my boss well my boss he would hate me calling that he's a well, my partner whatever get into it later but he's uh <laughs> we were discussing like why it's tough for people to find people to work like they it's like there's people who are good but just don't want to work and then there's people who are like oh clock in at eight clock out at five they're not going to do anything more there's nobody who wants to show up wants to learn okay with making mistakes whereas that's where he's like dude like that's like i appreciate that that's like what you and i was like dude let me buy you lunch he's like no like that's what I'm thanking you for. Um, and basically, the thing we got into was, it's a competition thing, not just for sport. Like, you take that, the way you would be on, like, the hockey rink or the way you'd be on the basketball court. Actually, better, way better yeah, yeah, for you, right? <laughs> yeah, what am I thinking? Um, yeah, it's the way you'd be on the court. Like, at the end of the day, like, you're scoring more basket. Like, you want to be the best player on the court when you're on the court, mm -hmm. right? And that's the same thing that I think I transfer where it's, it could be at the gym when I'm like competing in jujitsu where I'm like, okay, I need to train that much harder. My, like everybody else, my weight class, my belt level, everything. And then any guy I'm going to see in my bracket, I want to work harder than them. I know I have to like paint this picture in my head that I have more struggle that I've been through than them in order to achieve more and be better than them in that time. But it's the same thing where it's like now with work, it's like, well, like you said with this, you're learning everything every day. You want to get better. Mm -hmm. You want to be the best. You want to learn everything you can regarding your industry. But then if you go to something else, you're not going to half-ass it. Or no, you're not just going to be I like, yeah, my relationship, 40% of my effort. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, 100% in this, 100% in this, 100% in this, right? And where it stems from and then being able to apply that to different areas of your life, like relationships, friendships, work your hobbies, whatever, mm -hmm. right? And then using that to propel you to the next level. It also, my friend who, one of my best friends who lives in Australia right now, he's like, dude, sometimes that gets intimidating. Like back to the like people you surround yourself with. He's like, sometimes people will be like, uh, Tristan, being your friend is kind of tiring. You're always motivated. And I'm like, not as much. And I just want to chill. And you're like, no, come on, man. We got to do this. You got to make more money. You got to do this. What are you doing? You hustling? You hustling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, not as much as you, clearly. <laughs> so it's little things that I'm like, ah, applying that mindset, I think is something that goes overlooked, but super important. And I, on that point, I think I used to think my mindset was the only way you should live your life. But then yeah. I started to realize like, it's not everyone that wants to do what I'm, what I want to do. 
Right. Right. So we're like that. Yeah. But other people are okay just chilling, and like you, yeah. I'm completely okay with that now. Not that I wasn't before. It's just like, I I appreciate it. It's like good yeah. for you. You know, you're living the life the way you want to. I'm not gonna try to force you to be invest all your money and right. you know like it's yeah. If that's not what they do, want to do. Do what you want to do. Right. Just do it to the best of your abilities. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm still getting into that. <laughs> you're like you're like one step ahead on these things you're like that's what it is the anxiety on the weed you get it. I'm like okay so that's what it is well, I told you I no, just realized it's yeah. like, you know and like yeah <laughs> two weeks ago but all the time, I have right? it yeah. <laughs> so I had a week where I'm like oh no so shaking. where does your where, where does your competitiveness stand from and like when you're when you say specifically like I need to beat this guy or I need to be better than this person yeah. like what's the ultimate goal I guess and I'm still trying to figure it out for myself. Yeah. I don't know why it's in me. So I'm wondering like either. if you have an um, answer for you. Excuse <laughs> me. Great question, by the way, dude. Great question. Yeah. Um I think being I grew up with three brothers, two older, one younger. So that I can say maybe. My dad similarly yours probably guys like what, early to late fifties, mm -hmm. probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're that generation, yeah. right? Like if they're not working, they're not living. Yeah, yeah. Just interesting concept. But anyways, yeah, so I think between that and then having those examples very, like, directly accessible to you and being exposed to those people, I think is what triggered it. Playing a lot of sports growing up, having the brothers, mm -hmm. always being competitive, and then now wanting to be not so much better than everybody at everything, because there's, there's zero chance I'm going to be a better, like, realtor than you. Yeah, it's yeah, like, that's not my thing, that's not my lane. Yeah, right? yeah. But it's like, well, I want to have, like, whatever I'm doing, I want to be the best at it in my scenario. So, like, same thing, like, with the jiu-jitsu nice. stuff. And then with the podcasting specifically was one I told Pat uh, two weeks ago. I was like, dude, like, this is the one. It's kind of a, I don't care who has one. I'm going to be number one. But what does that mean, right? And, like, the goal could be, like, I'll have number one. It's like, no, the goal always is to educate people. And like provide a form of education and knowledge that people could take from where if they don't know you but they see me and then they hear what you have to say and they hear you say something about like the way like the real estate world works from the beginning or what you even said about your own personal experience with the anxiety over there like that's how you know you're drained and you tap in and you recognize and be and you're aware that that's what your body needs and how you go about recovering and that's okay people hearing that if they don't know you is very very powerful cuz i don't mm -hmm. like I, before this i didn't i've never met you mm -hmm. so i've seen your face everywhere but other than that there's not really there's no connection formed so hearing you say that and then being able to build that and be educated based on your experiences i think i believe is the overall goal for me when i you have to be able to switch it to giving back. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because when it's for you, it's not, it's good to be selfish, but if the end goal is to be selfish, what, there's no happiness that's going to come from that, right? Mm -hmm. But if you, you go online, you see your reviews, and it's all knowledgeable, and that's your impact that you're leaving. That's what your community is saying about mm -hmm. you, right? And then even, you'll respond to those, like, everything. That's, that's you, that's your influence, that's your impact, and that's what you're building. Mm. And that's what you're giving back. You're giving back and creating those experiences for those people. And that's why people come back to you. And that's why they see you, and that's why they love you and appreciate you and what you're doing. It's because that experience you create for them, mm. being who you are. Which is like, yeah, so. the ultimate goal, I guess, yeah. Right. I'm doing it for the clients. Yeah. But also, like, I want to be the best at exactly the best for the clients. <laughs> that attitude is in mindset more so is what's going to help you achieve that. But it's like, when you achieve that, it's not like, Oh, you cut all these corners and stepped on all these people and stabbed all these people in the back. It's like, no, you got this many people that dream home for less and you make more and all this great stuff. And like, that's the impact you're leaving. Yeah. That's, I never ever want to screw someone over that or stab it. someone in the back. Like I'll encourage yeah. every realtor like to work. Yeah. As hard as they want and encourage them, right? And it's, yeah. Because it, you just can't sleep at night if you do that stuff. And I wouldn't know if yeah. you do that stuff, but. Exactly, right? <laughs> I'd assume. Yeah. But, yeah, that's something that's not, 
I did like a trip to South America for two weeks in Ecuador, and like the whole focus of the trip was to give back and provide a service. And they focused on the pillars that it was with me to we, but they had the pillars where it was like food, education, water. Oh no, um, I guess one was probably education. And if I didn't already say that, whatever. There's there were five of them, mm -hmm. and um, listen and like listening to each of them and what they go. And I guess coming back, they're like, how are you going to implement one of these? It was like food, water, whatever, right? And then how are you going to implement one of these into your everyday life? And it's like, are you going to provide a service that helps people like get more access to food or cheaper food or more cost-effective food? Or are you going to get have people, in your case, like you're educating people, you're making people, you're creating an, exper an, excuse me, an experience for them. And... Like, even doing one of these, like, that's what you're doing now, that's what you do when you do your own show, and then you're creating that experience for them to be more educated, and then they feel like a connection to you for providing that information to them. And it's doing it to educate people, because that was the main one that stuck with me. I'm like, I can't, I'm not really a restaurant guy, I don't really know how to create water, like, this is my lane, this is what I know. What I do know is how to get a message across, and if I don't know the answers... Chances are I could find somebody who does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of my like, oh, oh, can you do this? No, but I know somebody who can. Right. Tristan needs you to sell this home for that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. Right. So that's kind of the consensus. But doing it for somebody else or end goal for someone else. That's it. Like that's how I find. That's true. Happening. That's how yeah, I yeah. keep. How I don't be conceited. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm number one. You're like cheering above the crowd, but nobody's there. Mm -hmm. Right, nobody's there for you. Nobody really cares. It's like you're the best, but but are you? Are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. So I think that's where the what David said tying into happiness and number one sales for like how that works. But if you do it by helping everybody achieve, educating everybody, coming on shows, doing favors for people, are like oh man, this guy, like I'm gonna be happy for you when you achieve that. You know, like it's funny you say that because it's true. Dave always because I I say it to Dave and because he comes to see me all the time. Like, yeah. how, how you feeling, man? How you feeling? And I tell him like, man, I just I want to be the best. One, yeah. <laughs> Every time, right? But then he's always like, he's like, he's like, that's great. But he's like, what you have to do is like, how can you provide the best service? That's what he always yeah. brings it back to. Amazing. And like, I'm like that, yeah. And that's how you become the best. Yeah. And that's why, like, man, Dave is worth tons to me, right? Yeah, like, I can imagine. Guiding me and and every time like these things happen, like on my social media, he's always got my back, right? So it's cool. Yeah. That someone's so supportive. Yeah, I can imagine. And even when like I had him on my show, he was like, um, the feedback I got there, like, oh, how do you know Dave's so awesome? He's the best. And I'm like, yeah, he's a pretty good guy. Like from what from what I know in the conversation, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, he's been nothing but nice, nothing but educational, like just down to earth, good dudes. So I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this is awesome. So yeah, stuff like that. I think is it gets overlooked, but I think more people need a David. I like to yeah. tell them that. Or like somebody to say that type of message where it's like, yeah, be number one, just how you get there is important. All right, so I think, you, yeah, your goal could still be the same. Yeah, right? yeah It's yeah, just yeah. how you get there, yeah, right? exactly. So. And be okay if you just make it a little bit slower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is, I think, in the podcast game. And so I got to like focus that. on, like, I got a baby yeah. on the way, you know? Like, how am I yeah. the best if, or like, when I say the best is like, do the most sales. And if I, if I want to spend time with the family, which I Hundred percent, you will, and you, yeah. So that's gonna be like a new type of winning. Yeah, it's like a, I think <laughs> it's like a. I'm not experiencing that at all, so I don't know. I know people say like, yo, when um, when you're with these people, hundred percent, you're there. And when, when you're doing this, you're hundred percent zoned in. Ten X, yeah. Grant Cardone, yeah. yeah. So ten X, whatever you're doing, yeah. Exactly. So doing that and then being able to focus in when you need to focus in is, I think that's huge. But also helps as a different fire in me now. It's like yeah, right. People, I'm more people to provide to. Way. For yes. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, like it's not just for me. Right. So it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> do you have like a? Let's kind of wrap this up. Do you yeah. have like a overall experience or overall lesson that you've learned since you kind of graduated high school that's uh, shaped who you are? Well, honestly, and it's not really a quote or anything. It's just nice. making mistakes. And I know it's, everyone always talks about that, but that's really how, like, I live my life. And if you talk to any of my friends, they'll tell you, like, they always laugh at me because I do funny things because yeah. it's not on purpose. But, like, 
I kind of subconsciously like try to fail at different things, like try yeah. to do it a different way, try to, I don't know, and I always like I spill something or I screw up, mm -hmm. right? But like that's, I realize okay, you can't do it this way. But it also helps you yeah. develop new systems that eventually something will click and it'll work, and then it right. becomes a new discovery, I guess you can say. So it's like live your life, like don't be scared to make mistakes, and don't think about it that way. Just try yeah. a bunch of things. Yeah, and it's trying to like. I want to find that point of failure so that the next time that point is just a bit further mm -hmm. and then a bit further and then a bit further. And then it gets to such a point and I make this relationship with a, uh, with like a, excuse me, with your comfort zone. The more things you do, the bigger your comfort zone gets, right? You go skydiving once, it's terrifying. You go 500 times, you're pretty comfortable mm -hmm. at it, right? So comfort zone's here and all of a sudden it gets so big that you can never leave and everything you do is just easy. But you have to do it by making mistakes, right? Yeah. So. And if, if you're like, Looking to get into something and you bought like five books on it, mm -hmm. you're like trying to read up and like I'll be ready after I'm done these five books. Like don't even read the books, just start. Yeah. You know, like the books will help yeah. a little bit, like read them as you go, but it's as way go, more important you. that you just jump in, start right away. Yeah. Like put out that shitty website that you tried making. Yeah. You know? You'll get feedback, people will encourage you, you and then you make changes and mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think that's the best way. Make mistakes. Yeah. Nice, dude. Awesome. Um, where can people find you? Anything you want to plug or uh, say? Yeah, on all, I guess social media, Real Richie, uh, Tristan Richie Realtor on Facebook. Um, post a lot about real estate, obviously, but yeah, that's, that's mostly. Nice. I do have a podcast, yeah. too, so I'll have nice. you online yeah. as well. So. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be yeah, fun. Hell yeah. That'd be fun. I'd uh, feel more comfortable uh, talking more. But I feel having people on my show, I'm like, okay, it's about them. But I'm like, I'm like, I'm gotten, I've gotten way better over time speaking more. So like in the episodes, I'm not just yeah, like, all yeah. right, uh, next thing to ask you about, it's like, I can relate to this too. So you need to make some both, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I try to ask people questions too when I'm being yeah. interviewed too, because it just makes it more like. It does. Yeah. It's more helpful, man. Like yeah, when you yeah. said, I was like, yes, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get past the first five, 10 minutes of the conversation and we start flowing. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was this awesome, man. Yeah. We think like so much alike. Yeah, it's, you know, cool. it's cool. It's really cool. That. Yeah, awesome man. awesome, man. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks, and, man. And uh, I look forward to uh, doing this again. Hell yeah.